Good morning, everybody. You are listening to Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored by our friends, Abels and Hyman. We taste better. So for those of you who don't know me or tuning in for the first time, I'm Naomi Nachman. I'm about all the food, all the time. I love food. I love shopping for it, cooking, eating at restaurants. I'm a kosher personal chef. Anytime you don't feel like cooking, you can give me a call. I cater for people for Shabbos, for Yom Tov, anytime you you know, don't want to do it, I'm happy to do it for you. Um, wow, ZK, this is a little loud. <laughs> the headsets are on. Okay, thank you. Okay, cool. I'll go back to the intro. <laughs> um, yeah, so tune in every week on NachumSiegel.com. You can watch our show on the YouTube channel. On uh, Go to YouTube and then go to Nachum Siegel Network and then you'll find our show, right? Nachum Siegel Net. But it actually comes up, ZK is telling me it's Nachum Siegel Networks. Both will work. Nachum Siegel Net or Nachum Siegel Network, that's the name of the channel on YouTube, and you can actually watch our show. Kind of interesting to see all the guests as well as hearing them if you if you can. I also like hearing from my guests. I love hearing from my listeners. I mean, I love hearing from my guests too, but and my listeners. So you can always shoot me an email, Naomi, at NachumSiegel.com. I love hearing from everyone. Um, if you have a great restaurant that you want me to check out or something you ate or something you made, let me know. I'd love to do it too. Um, and I'm busy with a scavenger hunt with Alain Kornblum from Great Kosher Restaurant Magazine. I think last week I was in 10th place. So me and my teammate, Esti Berkowitz, we're trying to crank it up uh, this week and hopefully we'll do better. But uh, for more information, you can go to the uh, Facebook page of uh, Great Kosher Restaurant's Scavenger Hunt. And it's it's really been a lot of fun. If you've been following me along, you'll see where I've been posting and pictures and of where I've been eating, what I've been eating, um, and who I've been eating with. So uh, you can join the teams too, I think. Uh, we still have a little bit of time left till the scavenger hunt is over. So I've got an action-packed show uh, today. Um, I'm very excited to uh, be in the studio with a bunch of great ladies. This week is Ladies Week. My guests are three fabulous ladies. Um, and next week I'm going to have, and we'll talk more about that towards the end of the show, three amazing male chefs. So, you know, I thought we'd split it up this week and next week and, and have a real fun show. I've got Liz Rubin from Kosher Like Me, and I've got uh, Malky Hirsch, who has the amazing Facebook group called Kiss the Kosher Cook. And then later on in the show, we're going to have Tamar Genga from joyofkosher.com. Very excited to have her. Tamar and I planned this date about eight months ago. We decided to have her on the show. I mean, we wanted to have her a long time ago, um, but she's hard to pin down, busy lady, as you can imagine. So um, we set a date about eight months ago for her to be here. So she's going to join us in a little bit. So, uh, yeah, it's been a really busy week. Uh, last Shabbat, Shabbat Pro, Shabbos Project, Shabbos Project, I can say it like an American. Um, I actually got to be in Orlando. Um, for those of you who are following me along, um, I spent Shabbat with the Orlando Shabbat group. I did a cooking demo Shabbos afternoon on salads. So that was a little bit of a challenge, getting everything ready uh, in time for do a salad show in the afternoon, but it was really a lot of fun. Uh, we ate an amazing restaurant. I want to give them a shout-out. Um, I used Ilan Kornblum's app to find the restaurants. Um, there's a great kosher restaurant magazine it's a magazine app, and it finds – you turn it on, you download it, and you can turn on, like, location, finds you all the different restaurants where you are. So I needed to find something in Orlando, and the kosher grill came up. But they call it the kosher grill because he's Israeli, the grill. It was amazing. It is the best kosher food – Israeli, sorry – the best Israeli 
kosher food in the United States. I'm telling you, you've got to go to uh, speak to Nati and tell him Naomi Nachman sent you because it was amazing. Um, so, um, and then of course we ate some food at Disney, which was great to have kosher food at Disney. You know, it's not the most delicious meal I've ever had, but it did the trick. I wanted to, you know, eat like a regular person <laughs> without having to shut the sandwiches because you all know how I feel about soggy bread. Um, so they actually heated up a hot dog and it was actually quite satisfying. I won't say fabulous, but we'll call it satisfying. Um, speaking about food again, uh, I'm doing some cooking classes this week, um, this coming week at the Peppermill, uh, November 4th, if you want to join me. Um, you sign up through the peppermillinc.com. Uh, that's November 4th. And then um, Hadassah Women's Group, I'm doing November 5th. Um, and you can call Ethel Gold. It's going to be in Park Slope for Hadassah Women's. I'm not sure if I mentioned who the cause was for. Great fundraising group that raises money for children in Israel. Um, and I'm going to be doing uh, fall cuisine, all original brand new recipes for this season. And if you want to come, call Ethel at 718-434-6264 or you can shoot me an email and I'll get you some more information. So we've got Kosher Food Fest, Kosher Fest, Kosher Feast and Kosher Food Bloggers Conferences coming up. Just come with more announcements and reminders. If you do want to sign up, there's still room. Um, and the CKCA is doing a men's class. Lots of announcements today. They're doing a men's class. Um, so you can uh, call the C- Kosher Center for Culinary, Center for Kosher Culinary Arts in Brooklyn and speak to Jesse and sign up, especially for the guys that want to cook. I should announce that next week as well when we've got all these men's classes starting. So that's pretty exciting for the guys. Okay. Enough announcements. <laughs> On this fabulous air of Shabbos, I want to get chatting with all my guests. It's going to be a real food yap today because this group of gals knows how to cook, we know how to eat, we know how to serve and be with people around food. Um, I'm going to introduce uh, Liz Reuven. Uh, Liz and I met about a year or two ago. We met for the first time at Kosher Food Bloggers Conference. I don't know if you remember that. Okay, you got to talk into the microphone. I do remember. Yeah, so, um, and then we got to really know each other through Esty Berkowitz a couple of months ago. We ate at Butterfish, and then we just became fast friends, and we just love to talk about food. And, and Liz taught me amazing tricks for photography um, using my iPhone. My photos got much better. I posted a nice one yesterday. Good for you. Did you get the new iPhone? Um, not yet, because yeah. I just got the iPhone 5. I, I was a little behind. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? Because my kids take my upgrades. Oh, right. So I had to pull, I had to pull, you know, make some tricks and, you know, we got, I got the iPhone 5 unlocked so I could take it with me to Australia. So I'm also got in the, in the house. I want to just give a well, warm welcome to my neighbor, uh, and friend and shul davener. We daven the same shul as well. Malki Hirsch from Kiss the Kosher Cook. And she's going to join us later in the conversation as well. And we'll tie everyone in together. So. Um, how are you doing? I'm great. I'm so happy to be here. I know we've spoken about this for a while, yeah. so I'm glad. We booked the date also a little while ago to make sure that this would work. Well, we booked it over a delicious dinner at Butterfish. Yeah. Yeah. That was that feels like forever ago I just know. because it was in August and now it's already chilly outside. But I'm not wait yet wearing tights. Like mm-hmm. I'm still not so so cold. <laughs> I'm bracing myself. But um so Liz has taught me a lot about fresh vegetables and, and um, you know, going to the farmers market. So mm. I oh, know, Mark is like, oh, yeah, I, was, I know, we're going to go on a trip. Right, we're going to have a field trip. Oh, and you can come. I'd you're invited. You're all invited. Yeah. Actually, you're all invited. We'll make it a table. Let's do a field trip to the farmer's market. Uh, yeah. Into the microphone. <laughs> okay. Hello. Okay, maybe push it towards you if you... Okay, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, so so let's talk yeah. about the, the benefits. You know, I know the, se- the yeah. season is coming to an end. Is, is this the sound okay? 
Okay. The season is coming to an end in Connecticut, but right here in Manhattan at Union Square. I love Union Square. Um, the, it, it's going on the whole year, right? Yes. Well, I live in Westport, Connecticut, and I spend half the week in New York City. And uh, lucky for me, my farmer's market in Connecticut is um, year-round also, but when we go inside for the winter, they move it to Shabbat from a Thursday meeting time, so I don't attend in the winter. But um, we open in April. I would say April. Things aren't really growing. I mean, you can pick up these hardy greens, but um, what I do really is I build posts for my blog around the seasons. So basically, when I set up an editorial calendar, I set it up uh, by plugging in all of the chagim first, and then I start researching what vegetables and fruits are growing at what time. So uh, at what time of year, really almost at what week. So I have relationships with farmers at my farmer's market, and sometimes I send them quick notes saying, um, you know, I'm about to do a special post on, a, on an ingredient. I need to schedule something for the first week in October. What are you harvesting? And then I can either go up to the farm or I can buy it at the farmer's market. And then I sort of spin the week around that. Unbelievable. So you actually, um, the sound is going in and out of my headphones. I don't know if it's just, it's okay, it's fine. I sound fine. Okay, I just want to make sure I sound fine. Um, you know, the because each season has got more, like tomatoes in, in um, say, November aren't the same as they are when they're officially in season, right? Like, let's talk about that. Right. Well, you know, it's funny that you... You're saying tomatoes, right? Yeah. <laughs> just want to make just want to make sure with that lovely accent. Tomatoes, yeah. Australian. You're, tomatoes. Saying, you're saying tomatoes, right? So, tomatoes. I'll say it. Tomatoes. So um, it's interesting. Quick, subtitles. It's interesting that you mentioned that because I just posted a picture of um, green tomatoes, which I had my first experience with. I know people from the south make fried green tomatoes, and we all saw the movie. I've never had one. Okay. Well, I'm I'm posting a recipe, and I did a great. Um, fun um, cooking session with myself. Um, (laughs) The the director of our farmer's market is from the south, and uh, I was up at a farm recently, and she... She took me out into the field and uh, said, you've got you've to try these green tomatoes. And I said, but they're underripe. And she said, but that's the whole point. So you're actually, the whole thing with green tomatoes is they're underripe tomatoes. That's all. That's all it is. I thought it was just like a color, like yellow tomatoes. Right. Right. I wondered if it was a special... Hi, Tamar. Hi. Tamar Genka just walked in. Hi, how are you? Let's get Tamar a microphone. Um, we, 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 we started. Yes, I'm sorry. Uh, no, traffic that's a, I, traffic and you know what? Parking. I had a hard time with parking. Oh, okay. There was spots out front now. <laughs> okay. Well, there wasn't before when I came. So <laughs> it all worked out for everyone. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Tamar Genga, joyofkosher.com is also joining us. We have a women's group today. So we're, so we're really excited. So, so what I was going to we say. We just started with Liz and we're just, I'm just catching everyone up and, and okay. we're talking about farmers market. And we're talking about green tomatoes. So green tomatoes are just tomatoes that are not ripe. So here in the Northeast, um, you know, at the end of the season, like now, there isn't enough heat in the fields and enough sun to really ripen most of the tomatoes. So some are ripening, but many are just staying green on the vine. So I went up to my local farm and my farmer took me out into the field. <gasps> And we picked the green tomatoes. And then I said, now what? And she said, now you figure it out because I don't do that. <laughs> so I, I turned to my farmer, uh, farmer's market manager who's from the south and I said, you know, tell me some tips on 
managing these green tomatoes. So we had a whole chat about, you know, cornmeal, flour, egg, you know, which part of the batter, what, you know, what traditional is and what non-traditional is. And I went to it and it was really, really fun. And of course, they're really beautiful, you know, when you slice them, they're gorgeous, they're bright green. So um, really what I love to do on my blog is to, as I said, you know, work with the Chagim first, but then I like to... Um, be inspired. I mean, when I shop on Thursdays at my farmer's market and I'm shopping for Shabbat and if we're having guests or whatever, I don't plan the menus anymore. I just go and I see what's going on. You see what's inspiring you. Right. So that's what that's. So I try to bring that kind of energy and excitement for uh, seasonal and fresh um, local cooking and produce and all of that to kosher like me. We hear a lot of the word local farming, local produce support support yeah. you know i think it's amazing to keep, keep you know the long island mm-hmm. you know where we live long island um and then connecticut farmers and just using local and fresh and new jersey new jersey has great farms also right i'm sure people could look up easily wherever they are you know type in i guess your neighborhood and write local farmers market yeah stuff. there are also websites that sort of do a whole overview of every farmer's market in, you know, across the U.S. So you can find them easily. Right. So, I, you know, I'm thinking that maybe we should have a table for two trip in the some, uh, spring when, you know, maybe we'll get a bunch of listeners together. I would um, love to host you. Won't be on the air. <laughs> yeah, I would love to host you. Um, well, a bunch of us will meet out. Maybe if Tamar can yeah, come join us great. too. You can talk about Enjoy with Kosher uh-huh. and how we can all go out and learn how to pick. Because sometimes, you know, like my grandparents were um, – had a fruit store, fruit shop, oh. we call it in Australia, fruit store, uh, when I was growing up. Um, and then they did commercial fruit salad um, for restaurants. Um, and they would sell to restaurants. And, and my grandmother knew how to pick the most perfect fruit, but I don't know how to do that. Well, one you of know, the things that I... It's yeah, an art form. Well, one of the things that I love about shopping a farmer's market, especially the farmer's market where I live, is that it's small enough so that you can get to know your vendors. So in... Um, I would say two or three of the cases where I know the vendors at my farmer's market, you know, I can just go to them and hold up a fruit and say, so what is this? What am I, and what am I doing with this? And once you know your vendors, they're so, even if you don't know your vendors, they're just happy to encourage you and explain things to you. So you don't have to be an insider. You can just be um, a curious shopper. Right. I, I, well, I was mentioning before I was in Orlando last week and I stayed at this beautiful hotel um, and they had a restaurant at the hotel that had a garden in the back, and they used the produce from the garden in the restaurant. And I thought that was oh, wow. super yeah, awesome. Amazing. Yeah. I wish we could do that more. I guess living in Manhattan or being in New York area, directly in New York City, it's harder to do that. Well, I think the CSAs help with that. You know, when people can sign up to be part of the farm and they get the box every week from the farm. Correct. We spoke almost, it. you know, it's not like you could do that. You could then say, I'm going to, you know, cook all my meals from those boxes. Right, and, right. You know. We were talking about that. Actually, I think last week's show, um, someone had, I was away for Sukkot and they told me I could go and pick up the CSA box. And oh, I, yeah. I didn't know what I was going to cook. And in this box uh, was a cabbage and some l- leafy greens. I don't even know what they were. It's like chopped. Yeah, it was like chopped. You had yeah, no, right. right. And it's I amazing. just, from that, I mm-hmm. built my menu yeah. around that. Um, Swiss chard. I didn't know what oh, to do wow. with that. Oh, yes, you yeah. took I took pictures. And, and I, you were like, what do I do with the stem? Right. And I, right. Yeah. And, and um, everyone <laughs> gave me a comment. Um, okay, great. Do you want to write your name? I and thing? You did all that? Okay, awesome. That way we can introduce Tamar. It'll come up for those of you who are watching. We try to put out the name and the, the blog name 
um, of our guest. Um, so you can uh, catch that as well on uh, on YouTube. Um, okay, so um, your blog itself, you have these amazing pictures. When you go onto kosherlikeme.com, you take them all. I take most of them if I um, if I'm if we're writing about um, a chef or, for example, we're writing about kitchen surfing. Right. Next week, uh, they've provided the photographs. So in some, and of course, we credit everything. You know, as bloggers, we're very careful, yes. diligent ah, about yes. this, crediting yes. all the time, crediting, crediting. But anyway, so in some cases, I do not take the pictures, but in most cases, I take the pictures. Yeah, yes. unreal. Thank you. I oh, want so sweet. Thank you. Me, I, you know, when you see these big pictures, and that is a big computer screen. And like this gorgeous picture of cauliflower steak <laughs> that you put up. Oh, okay. Ronnie's. Oh, that okay. was Ronnie's. Yeah, so that, so that, that was Ronnie's, right? right? So that's a beautiful cauliflower steak. So you just want to yeah. b- bite into that. Right. Like, into the screen. You makes you want to run to your local supermarket and buy yeah, cauliflower. cauliflower. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, that's the point. You know, cauliflower is happening right now. You right. should be eating cauliflower now. Yeah. Right. So what are the, and, and Tamar, you can join in on this. All of, both of you, um, Malky and Tamar. What is in right now? What vegetables should we be cooking with? Because we're getting into the fall. It's getting closer to Thanksgiving next month. So, you know, what? Pumpkin. Yes, pumpkins. Pumpkin. Pumpkins. Huge one. Soups. Pumpkins of all kinds. Yeah. Right. Pumpkin, so, next, butternut squash. Love all different types of squash. Butternut squash, kabocha squash, you know. Spaghetti squash. Spaghetti. I love spaghetti squash. Yeah, it's really fun. Mm-hmm. I, I posted three pumpkin recipes, three oh, stuffed wow. pumpkin recipes last week. Oh, beautiful. Oh. They were beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 kosherlikeme.com. Check those out. <laughs> yeah, thank you. In, um, in, uh, some of them have grains and some of them have cheeses. I mm. think in one of the recipes you could easily switch out. You had um, me at cheese. Okay. The cheese. <laughs> oh. Easily switch out the cheese and make it parv so you can eat it with your fleshic meal. But, uh-huh. Um, you know, I do a column called Seasonal Snippet. Mm. So I highlight certain ingredients that I think are challenging for people to deal with. So I think that pumpkins are a little scary. Yeah, a little intimidating. They're intimidating. The size and also just... And there's a huge variety of pumpkins and people don't know what to do with them. So um, last week I did a seasonal snippet about pumpkins and then I posted recipes. Um, In the early spring I did a column about garlic scapes. Garlic scapes are so mysterious. You what is that? The garlic scapes. Yeah, we you know what garlic scapes <laughs> are? Tomorrow, you know. No. It's from like the CSA. I used to get them. Oh, there you that's, go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You have to get on there. at the store. That's why a lot of people don't know. They're only okay. in farmers markets. No, they're, or, that's yeah. right. What yeah. is it? Just tell me what it is. A garlic scape looks like a longer, curlier, and more firm scallion. It's oh, got wow. this big. Have you ever seen like? Has your garlic ever gotten old? Where like green yes, is yes. out of it? It's basically that. I thought you were supposed to throw but, that out. Well, that I mean, I mean, it's different. But, I mean, it's the. I don't even. I don't exactly know what it is. But it is different because it pops up as a scape, just like that. But it's related to that. I think it's like the. It, you wouldn't use that, but that's what it looks like. Yes. basically, and <laughs> it's somehow connected. And long. And, and, and it has I a garlic. It has a garlicky. Yeah, but it's flavor. not as sharp. You know, like you can an undertone. Yeah, I think so. What do you think? It feels a little bit like a combination of a scallion and a garlic mm. but you know once once I post nice. about an ingredient that I think is tricky or mysterious or uh, intimidating then I post recipes so for that we did like a garlic scape hummus that was so easy wow. and so delicious and you know then you know you decorate it on top with those green flecks and it's beautiful so yeah. Yeah, we I, can't get those in gourmet lot I don't think they've have garlic scape no. nope no. but Union, nope. the Union Square Market it's also them. seasonal where is that's good very I'll early spring where yeah. are the farmers markets on Long Island <laughs> Yeah, we don't have, we, we must have farmers markets. We have to, don't we? Well, you have farms. Right, we can go to the Union Square one. 
Yeah, yes. that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, I'll usually It's actually straight into the microphone. Wednesday, Friday, and. Um, Saturday and Saturday and Shabbat. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. Monday, Wednesday are great days because they're less crowded. Place ah. to go Wednesdays. Yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. I'll go with you anytime. I'll take okay. you on a tour Exciting. of that market too. And they're oh, wow. open the whole winter, right? That does that go the whole winter? I think they are, but I can't be sure. Right. So we will check are. that out. Yeah. I know. Okay. Cool. Very nice. Thank you very much, Liz. We're going to keep chatting. We're going to move along. We got this nice. Big group here. This is, I kind of feel like this is like the view today because we've got all these women <laughs> chatting all at once. Um, can I just get you guys to switch for a little bit? Sure. Um, Tamar, you pop up here. Okay. Um, you can stay there. I can't, you're ne- neutrally seated. We'll give Hello. Tamar. Okay. Thanks, guys. Um, we're switching seats a little bit so we can get. Hi, Tamar. Hi. I told everyone we, we you came in like literally five minutes after we, we, okay, we good. began the broadcast, but, um, you know, we, I was saying when we, I feel like we planned this like eight months ago and the days finally arrived. Seriously, how long ago was it? I don't even know. <laughs> Remember, it was still warm outside. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not so crazy yeah, cold yet. Nice yeah, so thank you so much for coming in. I know, yeah, hard day. And, yeah, yeah. Bit of traffic, but. Yeah, but no, it's good. It's okay, fun. great. You are like, I feel like you must be the busiest lady because <laughs> joyofkosher.com, which is. You know, you're running and keeping yeah. it moving along with Jamie and, and, and Schiffer, I believe. Also, you guys are all tied in together. And, right. um, you know, just when I was Googling your name to get some research about, oh. you know, for the show, you have 506 recipes accredited to you just on me. Joy of Kosher. It's crazy. You when wrote. I see that. I can't believe it. You wrote 506 recipes. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Yeah, but it's over time. You don't even realize, you know. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. And they're not just just any recipes. Everything is unique and different. You know, yeah, that's okay. how I felt. Very good. I'm glad. Yeah, I don't it, was, know. it was great. It was just not like, you know, boiled yeah. potatoes. And right. No, potatoes. yeah, yeah. It was really fabulous. Yeah. Okay, so let's take you back to when you were a young mom or, a, you know, just starting off. Were you always a cook? Were you always into that? Um, you know, it's always hard to – I have a horrible memory <laughs> of my childhood, <laughs> so I should try and ask my family more, but apparently a lot of us don't have great memories of stuff like that. But um, I remember I wasn't always necessarily a cook, but we, we did all cook. Like, my dad was actually more the cook in the family. Okay, my dad cooked. And my mom ended up being the one who cooked more just because of – like she, but she learned from him. Like, he was always into oh, that's food. That's cute. And, yeah. But also, my pa- I think a lot of it is my parents were also always into dieting. <laughs> So, but you're a nutritionist. And I'm a nutritionist, which is one of the reasons I got into that, which is how I got more into food, too. Right. So, like, I did cook at that point. Like, I remember, like, we, I think there was, like, taco night. The kids were in charge of taco night or something. But I don't think I was doing anything more than my brother and sister. Right. You know, it was just, um, we were doing that. And we always had, um, especially there's three of us, three kids. So, like, we also had a lot of things that were, like, make your own. Like, sal- it was always, like, salad bar, you know. Okay, so, like, but this is great. mix the salad together. It was, like, the lettuce. And we'd all chop up the vegetables, like, for Shabbat, you know, But lunch. that was very, that was very right. foresightful because that's so yeah. in right now, the yeah. salad bar thing. I know, so. I know. But it was more so just because, like, each kid liked different... I can totally get it now with three kids. Each kid right. likes different things. Yeah. You know, leave it all separate. Everyone can make their own. In my house, it's what mummy eats. Oh, uh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> when I'm away, I buy my kids peppers. But when I'm home, I never put peppers in the salad. I just don't like peppers, so... Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. And now, now that they make their own lunches, I'll have peppers in the house for yeah, them to throw okay. it in. But I never make but it in should, a salad yeah. for dinner. Yeah. I'm bad. Yeah, but what if they don't like something? Yeah, no, they, they, they like it. Think, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. That's nice. So that's good. Works yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so I think I just kind of like that's I I wasn't like always so into it, but I definitely even by college, at that point I was, you know, studying nutrition and getting more into food and even I remember like no one else was really like cooking, you know, in their apartments in college really, you know, right. and I was 
mo- cooking most nights. I'd make, you know, not crazy things, just like stir fries and, okay, so you know, casserole. Cho- I remember like tuna noodle casserole, which I can't stand now. Because <laughs> you probably ate too me. much. Maybe. <laughs> but So what, like for the kids that are listening now that are in college, right, What's it, what would be like something that you made that they could try to... I think stir fries is probably the biggest thing because it's so easy and, and, and fast, you know, and um, whether and it could just be vegetables, tofu, chicken. It's like anything that you have, you can kind of throw into a basic stir fry. And what, what would a great, you know, simple seasoning be yeah. that a college kid could just right. throw well, in? Well, I used to really like in college, I haven't done this in a long time, but I used to always add a little bit of peanut butter. To like oh, a nice. soy sauce, just basically yeah, like nice. soy sauce and peanut butter, probably. I don't even remember what else. I know now it's like, oil. yeah, right. I don't think there, I don't feel like I feel like we probably didn't have sesame oil no. then. No, I mean, no like, way. Sure it existed, but I don't think that we. Right. I didn't think bought oil. it. I Maybe peanut oil, you know, <laughs> right, and then exactly. the peanut butter. I don't know. I don't remember the details. <laughs> Broccoli, I always loved in a stir fry, you know. Um, and, um, and and then you can even use canned vegetables, which you know. Also, for like a, it's nice to just have like some right, and the corn cheap. and then the, yeah, and the, um, and water chestnuts and then, you know, so you can kind of have some of that stuff easy to go and then add in some broccoli and like, you know, you only need the one thing that's fresh or add in some snow peas or sugar snap peas or whatever right. based on what you can find, green beans even. And did you yeah. start writing all these recipes down because? No, so I didn't so when really did get start? into that more until yeah. later. Like it was an, you when know, everything is blog start? Yeah. Okay, so I guess in terms of like writing recipes, like also, so I lived in D.C. after college for okay. a little time, and there wasn't as much kosher food options, right. you know, like in the cities, but there was nothing. So like you were kind of, I remember I started to make challah because it was like, you couldn't, you, it wasn't easy to get kosher challah, you know, or anything, anything you wanted you, you. So I think that's also one of the reasons that I would start to cook more. I mean, I liked it, but I got more into it because of like almost necessity. And then, um, and then I worked for um, an organization for a few years in D.C., and then when I had my first child, I took off some time, and then um, I was off for a couple of years, and then when I had my third child, after, like, she was, like, a year, and I knew I was kind of ready to stop, <laughs> I wanted to, like, do something, but I wasn't sure what. I was living in New York at that point, and um, I kind of always thought a little bit about some sort of, um, you know, something in the food and recipe space for the kosher world, though, and at that point, you know, all recipes had become very popular, yeah, and yeah. I thought, wouldn't it be great if there was an all recipes for Jewish people, for kosher people, because, like, e- even though, obviously, you can use that and you can adapt, it would be weird to write even if there was, like, a recipe that had milk in it, but you thought, oh, maybe I could try this with soy milk or something, you know, you wouldn't really write that in a comment there, right, right. because no one would understand, why would you do that? Kind right. Of, you know what I mean? Why Especially would you use margarine, there. we're talking yeah. about this, oh, yeah. in, over butter? It's true. Right. Yeah. Like no one would understand that. So I kind of wanted a place not only to share kosher recipes, but also where people can communicate with each other and say, you know, and no one, everyone would understand why you're asking that, you know, the same language. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's like we all are so community is such a big part, I think, community and food and, and culture with all of us together. And it's like, why wouldn't we have that in this online space? So um, so that was like the original like idea. And then I started that and then I, I started it for a few months and then met Jamie and then Jamie and I, you know, merged like our two things that we were doing. So we had that community and we had Jamie and all the recipes. And so that's kind of just evolved from there. It's it's unreal. <laughs> I mean, joyofkosher.com, it, it is, I'm not going to say it's n- one of the, it is the biggest kosher food website out there. Thank you. You yeah, have pretty amazing. 20, I didn't check today, 26,000 at least. Members, members yeah. I think, yeah, some, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. But, you you know, see it on, on the on top. Facebook, we have like yeah. fifty-five thousand people on it's, Facebook. We have, yeah, everywhere. So, it's, yeah, it's pretty exciting. It's, it's a force to be reckoned <laughs> with. It's really great. Like I know, quite often I'll, you know, like when I got um that Swiss chart, and you know, I put it on Facebook. What should I do with this? And then of course I do my own research, and I, you know, go to Google yeah. and what comes up. 
have kosher. Really? Yeah, yeah like you must have typed in kosher or something. Yeah, I'm sure I did. I do have a great Swiss chard. It's chard and chickpeas. I don't know if you saw that. Chickpeas and chard, maybe. That's my favorite chard recipe. It took me forever to like chard. I kept getting it in the CSA boxes, and I was like, what am I going to do with this stuff? <laughs> it's photographed. And now I like it more in general, but that dish in particular like got me to like Swiss chard. Oh, I loved it right from the beginning. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I liked it right away, <laughs> salt and lots of garlic and stir-fried yeah. it up. Like Someone told me to treat it like spinach. Yeah. It wilted yeah. down fast. I got a big bunch, but there was really enough. Yeah, it all will. Just me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the idea of the chickpeas, I love chickpeas. I think it just gives it a bold flavor to everything. I have one daughter yeah. who doesn't like chickpeas, so I kind of like, we'll take some uh, off before I, um, yeah, yeah, dump everything in for the rest of us. Right, right. Love chickpeas. Yeah. Okay, too. so the, the next step is, is you've brought everything together and it's just unbelievable how it's, how it's, you're out there. Now, what, what else has come from this? Like you do cooking demos as well. Yeah, a little bit. Um, you know, Jamie, Shifra, and I are both all available for cooking demos. You know, it's not something we do as regularly. Right. Um, but Jamie's so busy in Israel. Yeah. So. That color video. Did everyone see Jamie Geller's color video from the baker? The color bake, yeah. The color bake, unreal. I mean, the color bakes all over the world. Like, yeah. I heard Miami had four thousand six hundred. Yes. Wow, I didn't hear that. Sydney, Australia had twenty five hundred. Wow. Um, Amazing. Yeah, like. Yeah. It's it's unreal. I, it I think the biggest one was in South America. I think wow. someone had said that. I have to get our friend Sharon uh, Lurie from South Africa. She was a guest on the show. She f- was the first one to teach us yeah. about Shabbos project, and um, she um, also I think South Africa was pretty big also um, this past week. Probably, but yeah. I, she would probably know more of the statistics. Right. You know, unreal. Did anyone? Yeah. I love ever, Sharon. Ever, yeah. She says Sharon with her South African accent. Oh, Sharon. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I used a bunch of her recipes for um, Sukkot. Um, I made her sushi cake. Oh. Um, with, it had actually had meat in it. Yeah, I think I had. I think that's on our website. Oh yeah. She, she contributed that. Yeah. Oh, that that's, that was amazing. And I did her salami because Abel's and Hyman sponsors our show. We'll give a, a little station ID break there. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network, and our show is sponsored. By Abel's and Hyman. And Abel's and Hyman, I get these amazing salamis. And I cut them very thin and I followed her recipe. And um, I put it on pizza, part of a pizza. And the dough was puff pastry and the sauce was pesto. It was amazing. Wow, that's um, interesting. Yeah, it was from her cookbook, The Kosher Butcher's Wife Celebrates. It was her Mm. Yontif version of that. That was absolutely outstanding. So, you know, um, you can go check that out. Um, Yeah, so... um, you know, if people have not signed up yet, you can, you know, follow along. For Joy, Joy of Kosher, yeah, yeah. And so, like, we're also, we're really, like, now it's, like, become, you know, we featuring community members. We love, we're connected to all the different bloggers and stuff. And I feel like I've met so many wonderful people. And we love being a place that bloggers can also be, like, spotlighted. And so, you know, they can get, you know, more of an audience and just all of it, you know, that we can all share with each other and be connected, you know, which has been wonderful. So, um, yeah, so you can um, join the website. We have, you know, the mailing list. We have um, the all, all the social media handles. Everything's at Joy of Kosher. So, um, You're going to be yeah. at Kosher Food Bloggers, right? Yeah, of course. Okay, that's a great. Uh, I think you're in collaboration. <laughs> yeah, Joy yeah, we Kosher work. Yeah. And Kosher Food Bloggers. Um, does Jamie, is Jamie coming in at all? She's I'm... not this time, yeah. She has a lot of um, traveling coming up afterwards for, like, the Hanukkah time. We have some projects we'll be working on. Yeah. Uh, you know, she, we were in, she's, I think, going to be back in Florida, actually. I don't know if you have people in Florida. Yeah, we got some <laughs> lots of listeners. Sina, you out there? <laughs> Somebody, okay. uh, my friend's aunt, uh, Sina, um, uh, we call her Listener Tina on the network, oh, nice. and um, she 
lives in Florida. Oh, cool. So okay, so we'll be back. She'll be back in Florida for Hanukkah time for with Win Dixie. We've been doing some stuff with Win Dixie. Yeah, that's really nice. Yeah, yeah talk to you more more about that. What what what's been going on? Yeah, so just that we part. They they are amazing. What they've been doing in Florida at the the, the supermarket there. They you know have huge the whole kosher section like a couple of the stores where you can get you know sushi, pizza, fried chicken. Um, you know, also prepared food. Where, where, which, which, which stores? So which I, stores? Right, so which I neighborhoods? It's Aventura, North Miami Beach. Okay, because Tamarack. winter break, winter break yeah. is coming up, yeah. and people need to know this. That's what we said. We because said you're yeah. food traveling. We need to deal it's with great. this. Great. So Aventura is amazing, right? Because they have all the prepared foods. They also have a lot of anything good, like they have the butcher and all that stuff. But like, um, but for travelers, even the prepared foods would be amazing, you know. And even they told me that even if you're not in, um, in so it's Aventura, Tamarack, or Boca. And even if you're not at one of those, a lot of the other stores, based on where you are, they have different amounts of, you know, of kosher stuff. But just in general, they have more than most other places. And they also have to-go meals. I think even at the places that don't have as big of a selection, they have these meals that you can just, you know, wrapped. They, the guy, the, the mashkiach told me it's like triple wrapped. You can put it in your microwave or in whatever, your in your hotel or whatever. Yeah. That's fantastic. Which is amazing. Yeah. You know, that like Winn-Dixie, like who would have thought? Right, right. <laughs> and so how did you partner up with him? Like what um, do you do for we them? started to touch base with them. We saw some of the stuff, stuff that they were doing. Cause I think the Aventura store opened maybe a year and a half ago, two years ago. I'm not sure exactly. Maybe it's been, no, it was 2011. So I don't know. We just saw stuff they were doing, started to talk to them. And they were just really excited about working with us. And so we do some stuff online where we're just trying to promote and get people more aware of all the kosher offerings that they have. And then bringing Jamie into the stores. So she did for Rosh Hashanah. She went to right. Florida I, right. and she did um, a demo in the store. So it was pretty cool, and like I think 250 people came, and it was pouring rain, so we oh were my nervous. Gosh. But it was <laughs> that's a that's a big crowd in a supermarket. In a supermarket, yeah. wow, that's yeah. a really that nice group. You guys have really just taken it and run with it. Yeah, the whole, but you know, and it's multifaceted because you've got the joy of kosher cookbooks and the magazine and right. the website and just the whole. It's a power. Yeah, it's really a power. It's really fantastic. It's all about all the food all the time. It's great. I know. I know. I love talking food. <laughs> I know. Well, we we had um a couple months ago we had Brent Delman in here, the, yes. the cheese guy, and we have a show coming up with him uh, in a couple of weeks. We're going to do another wine and cheese show, um, and. He had brought down these amazing salads and uh, little recipes right. that you had made. He goes, are you all familiar with Tamar Ganga from Joy of Kosher? I'm like, hello. <laughs> of course we are. Who isn't on planet Earth? And um, he bought this amazing, like, zucchini. It was the asparagus. Asparagus, it? sorry. Uh, yeah. Yeah, asparagus with the asparagus with parmesan it. cheese. Yeah. And, yeah, it was with. And some yeah. patties. So- yeah, that's Finish. right. I know. Yeah, Which well, he's, you know, he lives right near me. So we, be- and his, his son went to school with my daughter. Oh, cute. For when they were in, I don't know, three or four years old. So we became friendly. Like, and now I see him at, at shul and stuff like that. So, um, so we became friendly. And, you know, he, and he's talking about farmer's markets. Like, he does the farmer's market in Riverdale. Right. He does the cheeses. Yeah, the cheeses, which is amazing. Uh, he, he's really bought up. I used to say American cheese is not good. Like, the Americans just don't know how to make good cheese. <laughs> But we have Brent now for that because he actually makes really, really good cheese. Have you been to his cheese cave? I have. I want to go there. Oh, you haven't been? You should totally. I haven't had the chance. You should do something there. I like, know. He always wants to you. have events or something. I you know. Event there. Yeah, Liz, yeah. you're in, right? Oh, I'm in. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we're going to. I'll go too. I know. Yeah, we'll we'll have totally. a party over there. Sure. Okay. <laughs> cheese. And we'll have, of course, bring in Jay for the wine because yeah. you don't do cheese without wine. Right, so. right. For sure. Um, yeah. So, okay, great. Well, thank you for joining us. Stay, stay in your seat. Okay. Uh, we can just <laughs> switch over to Malky now okay. and just adjust the camera a little bit, right? Can you still see Liz? Liz is also on it. A little bit. If you want to scooch down a little bit, that way you can still see him. So, Malky, we're going to have your own official welcome. 
Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This is so great. happy to be here. Yeah. You know, I, Mark and I were saying we're jumping at the same shawl. Um, and I kind of really got to know her a little bit more through Facebook because she yes. got a bunch of little kids, so she didn't always make it upstairs into shawl and no. the kids a little bit older, so I got to make it up. <laughs> so we're all like passing each other outside shawl. Um, and then I really, like, I started following her on Facebook. She started off with a Facebook group. Yes. Not a group. You just started off. I started off taking pictures of my dinner. That was it. it was That's how she really started simple. off. really simple. And um, before I knew it, I'd be going shopping in Gourmet Lot, and I'd have people passing me and saying, what's for dinner tonight? And then it became a thing. And then it became such a thing that I decided to open my own little page called Kiss the Kosher Cook on Facebook. Little page. It's not so little. You know, smaller than Joyce Kosher. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Slightly smaller. Um, so, yeah, and it became just this little um, thing that I, I take pictures of every food item I make coming out of my kitchen, um, things that are suited for children, things that are suited for adults. You know, I think that making the same dinner every week or, you know, is just boring and what's the motivation in it? So I just love treating, you know, maybe the same types of foods differently all the time and I find recipes everywhere. I read about them in magazines, in cookbooks, online. I have original recipes, family recipes and I just I share on my page. She shares on her page and yes. then everybody has a comment back. Yes. Yes. Lots you of cannot comments. believe how many these <laughs> Facebook groups. Okay, so we've got all these great websites. We've got um, Instagram and we've and everyone's busy with the pictures. But Marky's website not website, Marky's Facebook group, is extremely interactive. Very. If someone will post a question, within minutes you'll have 28 answers. Yeah. It's, wow. it's actually yeah. not normal. <laughs> I don't know how you function because I know how busy I am. There's a lot of mommies, little little kid mommies. <laughs> little kid mommies. <laughs> yeah, at, that, at the playground with their phone. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Marky, what do I do with this? Marky, what do I do with that? Yeah. Marky, yeah. I need this. Yeah. Marky, yeah. I need And you know what? To Marky's credit, she answers everybody. It's yeah. amazing, yeah. and and I know she encourages it. I'm not saying chas v'shalom at all that I'm mocking. It's amazing. No. Yeah. This is the most together lady I know. Thank you. <laughs> she has four little kids, wow. and Thank she's you. like every second answering questions. I'm surprised the phone hasn't rung here. <laughs> it's on silent. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yes, the cable kill us. Um, yeah. It's, I, yeah, and beyond social media as well, I get text messages from people that don't know me really you know. that's so yeah. cute like questions about recipes and well stuff. you know the one thing that i find like a little bit annoying is like i'm always happy to answer questions sure. right so so people go can you text me a recipe for a brisket like, yeah are you kidding me yeah i've got to stop what i'm doing find your recipe and type it into yeah. my thing into my phone like i like i don't know how you do you guys get that but i think that's all like a little bit annoying uh, a lot of bit annoying but i feel like i just love helping people not be intimidated by right. food. You know? Right. Email me. Don't text me. True. Email me. True. Yeah. Naomi at nachamsegel.com or <laughs> you can email me. Just don't text me because <laughs> I can't text you back a recipe. I'm a bad typer on my iPhone. So, you know, email me. Email Marky. Facebook me. I can do it on Facebook because, you know, you can copy and paste yeah. from the computer right. uh, into the Facebook messages. But, yeah, it's very hard. Um, yeah. So you are every night making dinner for you and do you share this food i do i do what is i have people surprisingly enough requesting food leftovers 
Emmy. Oh, you actually give people I leftovers? Do. Sure. Wow. <laughs> but not everybody lives near you. Yeah, my immediate neighbors. Like even like you know the vicinity of you my see neighborhood. See what you made on Facebook, and they're like, "I'm yeah. coming over." Yeah, pretty much. Um, on <laughs> Tisha Bov, I <laughs> that's so funny. I do cook, so funny. right? I cook. I mean, I when I'm fasting for some reason, I have this like I just need to cook and bake. I'm right? the same way. I think I'm the same way. I do that on Tisha Bov too. I make pasta on Tisha Bov. I decided to fresh make pasta. This oh, this nice. Reese's peanut butter cake. I'm not sure if you saw it. It was. A very dense shortbread cake, kind of. Yeah. With lots of butter, which was good. Peanut butter and butter. Um, We were talking on the way here, and we mentioned it before. We don't do margarine. We like to use butter. We don't like to do margarine. I would love, I love the idea of different types. I mean, because margarine, the texture of margarine is the closest to butter, which is why we use it. But there are so many different products coming out now, like the coconut oil and things that have a solid base that, you know, you could, like, work with, you know. But margarine is the most similar to butter. But the taste is, you know, obviously not. Not. (laughs) But um, I made this cake, and the entire top was filled with um, crushed, uh, cut-up Reese's peanut butter cups. And it was a beautiful picture. It was on my granite. It just, the color just worked, you know. And, yeah, no, I had people coming to my door requesting slices. That is so funny. Well, yeah. I know that you put up, you hosted the early run in the week. You hosted uh, something for your kids' school. like a I had run. a new yeah. South, the South Shore New Parents Tea last night. Um, yes, yeah. early a couple of days ago yeah. in my home um, where she- all the new parents of South Shore, Yeshiva, um, in Hewlett, um, come and meet the administration, the, the principals, and yeah, I Mark, you put on and I baked everything. Quite a spread. <laughs> I, I said, please bring some into the studio for Friday morning, but you know, oh. it, it, most of it got eaten or put in the freezer. But you yeah. know what? I'm going to stop by later. I'm going to be one you of better. those people. Yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. We we live on the other side of Woodmere, not mm, too far, okay. but you know what? It's a little drive away. It's a, yeah, a little drive away. It's not Shabbos. It's you know, <laughs> I just drive over to you yeah, before Shabbos and take some. Day. It's absolutely. really nice that you're so giving. I love it. I of, love it. Of your food and of your time, it's unreal. It's it's. I know how I felt when I started cooking, and I was very, very intimidated by food. I didn't know what to do. Right. So let's talk about so, your history. Yeah, you know, we spoke yeah. a little bit about other ladies and sure. how they got started. Sure, but, sure. Um, one of my earliest memories of making Shabbos, which was very, very stress-inducing because, as I mentioned before, I was working full-time in the city, and I didn't really know how to cook. And I didn't have to cook because it was just my she and I at that point, my husband. Um, but he really wanted to start having guests because we were getting invited out all the time, as newlyweds do, you know. And we were getting invitations, and I had to reciprocate. So um, You're so nice, because not everybody reciprocates. I, I felt like I, I, I had to because my husband was forcing me, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to have guests because I was so clueless in the kitchen. I didn't know what I was doing. It's unbelievable to hear that out of your mouth. So <laughs> I made these chicken nuggets, and I, I think I baked them for like an hour. Oh. And I Chewy? watched my husband's friend chew it. I, like for 15 minutes maybe and I thought I thought he would die I, really, I thought that he, I thought I would kill him at the table I thought he would I, I yeah. my nugget and I just I was watching him and I thought just swallow please swallow the chicken you know and I thought to myself I really need to get my act together and um, I started just reading and researching and also just trying different things you know I tried making Moroccan cigars from Rachel Ray, and um, I didn't cover the filo dough. 
and it cracked when I was making it. Oh, yeah. It was a whole big oh. cracked mess, and you did I'm have so annoyed. In the oh, beginning. plenty of disasters, and of course, I don't like posting my disasters. But once in a while, I'm going to do that because I want people to understand that. It's trial and error, yeah. and these things happen in everybody's Everyone, kitchen. Everyone, even everybody. if we've been cooking for a while, everybody. you still have Bobby Flay. Mistakes. Everybody. I'm sure everybody yeah. has yeah. mistakes in the kitchen, and we're all, like, normal people, and you just have to, like, start again. Right. That's yeah. it. And, and that's, you know, a really good piece of advice. And, you know, I meet so many people who are brilliant doctors and, you know, very bright women and men who are just absolutely want to cook but feel no confidence or feel incompetent and you know you can start off basic and there's so many yeah. great recipes out there maybe look for something that doesn't have so many steps or ingredients yeah. at the beginning yeah. to build your confidence but if a recipe is written well you can just follow along i don't yeah. understand like oh yeah, people but i wouldn't recommend phyllo dough for someone that no. doesn't really no not for a new person i remember watching like a, my mother used it since oh, no <laughs> But, you know, you keep a wet towel over it. I used to watch my mother. And you know what's great with this great world of social media and internet? YouTube videos. I wanted to learn how to temper chocolate. Um, I went onto YouTube and I learned how to temper chocolate. I love that. Yeah, that helps. You know, I love that. It's very helpful. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, Jamie has a ton of videos, how to videos, and. I'm actually yeah. posting uh, this week about Ronnie Fine's new book, and I'm it's doing a giveaway. And oh, um, we can, just had a giveaway. So it's re- and it's a great book because her recipes are really interesting and they're really simple. As a matter of fact, when I asked her for a quote for the giveaway post, she said, "I'm very interested in providing as few steps as possible." So for new cooks. It's a fantastic book. That's amazing. What's the book called? And very well written, too. Yeah. She's a great writer. The Modern modern Kosher Kitchen. She she was a guest here last Mm -hmm. week. No, that's right. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, We we, um, have a giveaway. Um, I guess you can still enter it because I'm not going to announce it till. either next week or the week after. So right, it's the Modern tuned. Kosher Kitchen. The Modern Kosher right. Kitchen by okay. Ronnie Fine. Fabulous. So we're giving you, Ronnie, yet another shout-out because right. we love this book. So listeners have two chances. Yes, so you have to do oh, go nice. to Naomi at NachumSiegel.com and uh, put your name down that you want to enter it. And especially people sometimes hear it on the archives and they think, well, you know, it's already uh, aired and she's probably already... Um, you know, draw on the raffle, but I haven't. So it'll either be uh, in the next two weeks. So if you're hearing the show now, we're not going to draw it for uh, another little bit, another two weeks or so. So it's a fabulous book, and it taught me a lot about grains. I didn't know so much about farro. And I love that stuff, too. Yeah. I feel like it's a new trend. Yeah. Wheat yeah, berry sure. and farro and what? all these different things. Kamut. Kamut. So do you remember oh, that? Ma- how you pronounce that? The T Kamut. is? Kamut. I always think it's Kamut, Kamut. for some reason. Makes it sound French. Do you yeah. remember, Marky, when we were at kitchen surfing back at my house? Yes. He did something with one of those he grains. He did a wheat berry, wheat berry. And corn, fresh corn it, salad. And he left me the leftovers. And it was on, underneath. It was a bed. It was a fish. It was a Long Island. It was a fluke. That was my that, favorite course. That he did... Oh. Um, 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 with uh, what's it called when you cook it in water? So sous vide. Sous vide. Uh, it was done beautiful. sous vide. Fluke wow. in sous vide. Beautiful. Which you see in my house? It was like like butter. The fish. Like you I, didn't have to butterfish. Butterfish. <laughs> 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 I haven't been there, but shout out. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really amazing. It was really. I never had all that stuff, and it was no. toasted. I, you know, I, I've never done. I do quinoa, and I, I did bulgur. Bulgur, yes. Um, like, I did I a lot of that, but mm-hmm. I'm not doing. And whole grains is the latest. 
buzzword. And, you know, they're saying that whole wheat's not really like whole wheat breads and whole wheat flours is not so good for you as one would think. You know, you should really try to, you know. Well, I mean, the natural ingredient, like the raw more natural. form is obviously more natural because it's not processed at all. Yeah. My favorite way to use farro is I make a bunch of different, like farro risotto. Mm-hmm. So have you ever made risotto? No, I've never. Like, uh, oh, really? I, oh, my gosh. You it's know it's so good. Recipe? I like don't even go to. I'm sure you have yeah. the original one, but Guy Fieri has a great recipe. Yeah. Oh, too. what is his? But what it's is parv. his? It's not a. I feel like farro and cheese is very common. It is very good with cheese, but I have made it parv also. Okay, so he has a mushroom yeah. farro. Yeah, I've made mushroom. Artichoke is my favorite. Artichoke. Well, because it's got not squash this time of year or pumpkin would be That's great. Right. Yeah. I haven't done that though, but that would be good. But the that- farro has like a uh, toothsome, che- very toothsome texture. Yes. So mushrooms also have that kind of That's texture. True. So they're complement well in risotto. They're really happy awesome. together. Yeah, yeah. mushrooms okay. and farro. Yeah. Can we do a recipe together? And I'll come to your house. You come to my house. We'll make them. Totally. I think that'll be. You guys can come to save my question. We live so far. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know. I know. I, I, get, I don't go to Long Island very often. I know. It was hard to drag it to the lower end. It's amazing. So we can do it at my house, too. Okay. Come Sounds good. Let's do it. I'll come mm-hmm. to that. I think you're actually closer to me, too, probably. Yeah, no? you're, you're further north. We're <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like Long Island. I, don't know, like I just get lost out. when I go to Long Island, so. Yeah, it took me a long time. I moved right from the Lower East Side. I used to live here oh. on the Lower East Side. And 11 years ago, we moved to the five towns. And I, for year, like the first year, I didn't really know how to drive it. <laughs> it was just all these highways. Yeah. <laughs> like five highways then. We, Grand Central, FDR Drive. You'd, everywhere. Yes, yeah, so yeah. it was not good for little. And there was no like ways back then. Right. So, you no. Know, have, or MapQuest or something. Right. I used to, I think I used to MapQuest with my you little printout. Out. Yeah. <laughs> That was a little pain in the neck. So, um, um, Liz, I meant to ask you before we're just going to switch for a second. Um, for bloggers, oh do you yeah, talk about that because oh, yeah. I, I, um, I got the the um, it's an online it's recipe, an e-book. an ebook. It's That's an the e-book. right word, an it's, ebook. Yes, and, and we're hoping that it will be a series. Um, we're starting to talk about that. So, um, in January, I was sitting on a beach in Costa Rica. And I was sitting, um, well, I was sitting at breakfast with very good friends and with my husband. And I received an email from uh, Sarah Lassery, who writes at the Pachki Princess, and Amy um, Kreitzer from What Do You Want to Eat? And they said, we're going to, we're considering doing a, a Pesach ebook, and we're going to just ask two other bloggers to contribute with us and we're going to do a collaborative project and there will be just four of us and we'd like you to be one of the bloggers. That's so nice to so, you. you know, I looked at the email and I looked at my calendar and I said, well, you know, we're three months, two and a half months before Pesach. That's not going to happen. And my husband and our and my friends said, oh, it will happen. You'll just stop absolutely everything and you'll do it. <laughs> and, you know, I know wow. Tamar, you know, it's so funny because Tamar and I a long time ago talked and I said, you know, I'm not a recipe blogger. Yeah. My my blog is not going to be a recipe blog, and I'm not a recipe blogger. And all of a sudden, you know, I've been posting a lot of recipes, and it sort of started with this project, this ebook for Pesach. So the four of us, uh, the four bloggers, did the whole thing. We did all of our meetings on Google Chat, and we got to know each other very, very well and very intimately, in fact. I mean, we were always laughing and working and laughing and working, and we had two or three meetings on Google Chat a week. And we worked very, very quickly and um, put together an ebook that we called uh, that we call Four Bloggers Dish: colon 
Passover. So it gives us an opportunity to, it gave us an opportunity to share our very different perspectives on recipes. For example, Sarah comes from a much more traditional kind of perspective. Like she was the one who said, where's the meat? You know, where's all the meat in here? You know, people are looking for, you know, roasts and stews and all of that. And I don't do that much of it. My stuff, I, I, I eat everything, but I do a lot more vegetarian and grain and vegetable. Um, Amy is from Texas, uh, from Austin, and so her perspective is different, and she's quite young, and she just has a whole different voice. Mm -hmm. And we also had another blogger from Miami, and her voice was quite different also. Her blog is called Jew Hungry. Mm. And so we had four different perspectives, but all of us are kosher, um, and it was a very inspiring project. And to collaborate with other people was very exciting because blogging can get a little lonely. Mm. You know, we spend a lot of time alone in our kitchens. Or at our computers, writing the recipe. At our computers, Mm -hmm. right. And, you know, even if I'm doing a restaurant review or a product review, you know, it's, it's sort of me and, and either the restaurant. Sometimes I go alone so I can get the pictures because I want to shoot them at 11.30 in the morning. You know, I don't right. shoot at night. You know, there's a lot of alone time when you're a blogger. So to have an opportunity to collaborate was really exciting. And I would like to make the next book for Bloggers Dish Shabbat. And um, nice. that's my that. dream, and we'll that be talking great. about that soon. Okay, yeah. yeah. And how can people get – I mean, I know Pesach is – what I can tell you how many days Pesach is away because last week was 161 days away. <laughs> so take away seven <laughs> is what? What's 150-something days? 154. 154, yeah. yeah. Right. Math- no, we've got a mathematician in the I am room. not a mathematician. <laughs> And I am Common Core second grade math. No, nah, I Woo-hoo. can't do it. <laughs> right. I might oh, yeah. wear in Common Core first grade. Oh, Lord. It's weird, that whole math oh, it's thing. bad. It yeah. is bad but news. my daughter, thank God, gets math. Oh. <gasps> Reading's a little harder, but I take math too is. many pictures and send to my friends, what is this? Yeah, I know. She posts. Second grade. Yeah. Wow. So you could go on Amazon. So had, yeah. Could, yeah, so you can go on Amazon. Because you can use, it's nice, especially gluten-free people. Well, there's, a, right, there's a lot. Yeah. are gluten-free. Right, well, yeah. Unless it's got matzo meal. Right. But then you Right. We did, and we did do, um, and we did, and we, well, we did mark every recipe. Every recipe was labeled, uh, or not. Mm. And so that was really helpful for people. And, um, I don't know if you know this, but you can get a little stand for your iPad. So you can really Uh, really? use your, this ebook in your kitchen. Right. You have that or. See, I have a little iPad stand. My daughter got me oh, a stand great. with a stylus so you don't ever have to touch the pad oh, because your hands issue. are like yeah. fashmuks, ah, right? That's my issue with it always. No, 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 that's no, no, no. You can, you can get a stand with a stylus and then you're scrolling with your stylus. Yeah. Yeah, okay. so Four Bloggers Dish Passover on Amazon. Okay, you can download that. Now we're going to take a break for our What's for Dinner, dinner segment, which is sponsored by Gourmet Glatt. So thank you, Gourmet Glatt, for sponsoring this segment. And Malky, yes. I asked her if Malky, as being the dinner persona of the neighborhood <laughs> give inspires the whole neighborhood what's for dinner i asked Malky if she would do the honor of of giving us the recipe okay can i credit a certain book that i've gotten a oh, recipe in absolutely this okay. is okay you know and i'm about this all the time and i credit. love that you're here because it's actually jamie giller's original oh. kosher oh there you go it's called arroz con pollo and it's one of those go-to recipes for me because can you say that slowly arroz con pollo Oh. It's chicken, Spanish, chicken and rice. Oh, okay. And it is genius. It is one pot, it's one pan, you know. And, um, I just love it because it has the near, the near east instant rice, Spanish rice. And what you do is you saute a box of mushrooms with one onion and a pepper. You can always omit the pepper if you 
Yeah. Don't want it. You can just. Would be zucchinis in my house. Zucchini. (laughs) You saute it, um, until tender, maybe eight minutes. Um, salt and pepper. And then you put it in the 9x13 pan with two boxes of Near East Spanish rice. And then you put the packets, the spice packets in there as well. Mix it together. And you add one and three quarters of a cup of water. You put chicken pieces. It could be a dark cut, whatever it is. Bone in, though. Bone in chicken. Yeah, because they also would dry out. Of course. Yeah. And then you put turmeric, paprika, and garlic powder on top. A nice layer, maybe a teaspoon each. Then you put it in the oven at 375. Covered or uncovered? Uncovered. Uncovered? Uncovered. (gasps) 375 for an hour and 25 minutes. And then you take it out, you fluff it, and it's perfect. It's good to go. You have your your rice, your vegetables, and your chicken. It's perfect. Absolutely fantastic. You know, I hear about all these chicken and rice dishes. But I've never actually for done it. Fam- so. For for kid, for little kids, yeah. and you put it in the oven, and you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to monitor it. You don't have to like watch the, you know. You just got all that so flavor yeah. from up, the chicken. We used to have something like that, but it wasn't the flavor. It was different flavors, but it was mm-hmm. the rice with chicken on top. But we also used to put broccoli and cauliflower all around it, and sometimes we made it with bulgur. Oh, even, nice! Oh, I'll rice. do that. And it's like anything you can do anything like that, and then it's a one pot meal if you I add the broccoli that. and cauliflower I did to a it. You know? I, did, I did a recipe from Jerusalem Cookbook, which is another favorite of mine. Oh, yeah. Otelengi, called Makluba. And it's oh, I have a, a recipe for that. It's what it is, but that's, no, but that's supposed to be like turned upside down. I that's a little it. more complicated. I did too, it because I had to do it, nice. but I did. I was I not happy it. about it. Mine didn't come out so pretty. It was gorgeous. It really? was a cake wow. of rice and Amazing. chicken and cauliflower. It was beautiful. Awesome. I saw that. Oh, it was it was genius. So if you want to join any one of these ladies' um, amazing. Um, Facebook and Instagram and main websites and or Facebook groups. So we and have Pinterest and Pinterest and, and Twitter. Yeah. So yes. Joy of Kosher. Why don't you each go through? Because as our show almost about to wrap up, I told you an hour flies by. Nice. Um, so we'll start with uh, Tamar. How Joy of Kosher. Joyofkosher.com at Joy of Kosher for any of the other things. So you know, Facebook.com backslash Joy of Kosher. Everything is. Joy Kosher. Okay. Okay. I'm on Facebook. My page is closed, but if you just search Kiss the Kosher Cook, I will approve you. Um, I just like to keep it closed, um, you know, for, you know, privacy purposes and solicitations and stuff like that. But I'm also on Instagram, Kiss the Kosher Cook. Oh, nice. Okay. Great. And? And I'm on all of those platforms, and uh, my blog is called Kosher Like Me, and the address is kosherlikeme.com. Okay. Great. So now we have, everyone has all their information. If you... Always watch the show again and you can catch it up again. You can watch our shows anytime on NachumSiegel.com. You can download with the app, um, the uh, Nachum Siegel Network app, and that way you can even on the go listen to your iPhone, from your iPhone, um, or on YouTube, as we would mentioned earlier. So we are everywhere. We can be heard everywhere talking about food. We have so many great uh, shows uh, on the on the stream, you know, mine or everyone else's. You can uh, catch up uh, on the schedule uh, on nachamsegel.com. We've had an amazing show. I am so hungry, guys. I know. <laughs> I've got to go home and cook. Uh, we've got some um, great recipes that we heard today um, and the one that uh, the what's usually I say the what's for supper the, the what's for dinner recipe is usually on my blog, but you can go to uh, joyofkosher.com yeah, uh, or uh, quick and kosher. Um, so um, remember a couple of cooking classes I've got going this week. If people want to join me at the Pepper Mill, uh, you can call them up or go to the website thepeppermillinc.com and you'll sign up for my mini appetizer class. 
and Hadassah Women's Group has invited me and everyone who would like to join us. Uh, call Ethel Gold at 718-434-6264. Kosherbloggersconference.com. You can sign up to join us. Um, Kosher Fest and Kosher Feast. Um, sign up for that too. So, you know, it will be a week of, uh, it's in two weeks time, so it'll be a week of eating and meeting and greeting all fellow like, like-minded eaters, right? Liz taught me that. That's what I say all the time. Like-minded eaters. Hash, hashtag like-minded eaters. It's the best because we are and, yeah. and we have a range of different things that we're interested in, but in the end, we're like-minded eaters. I love it. Thank you so much for tuning in to every, to today's show and to all our shows. We have music sponsored by our friends at Kedem right up till Lichbenching. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachman Siegel Network. Our show has been sponsored by Abelson Hyman. Shabbat Shalom. See you next week. Men's week next week.